Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Do you feel lost when it comes to nutrition, counting macros, and the endless information there is out there about optimizing your energy and getting into the best shape that you want to be in? Jenny, the nutritionist, has designed the nutrition program for ladies who lift weights and want to build muscle and decrease body fat. Vaguely eating less and working out more is not how you create an above average shape. Building a badass shape requires a strategy where your nutrition is aligned with your training and your plan is fine-tuned. Create Your Shape is Jenny's four-month nutrition coaching program where she'll help you change your body composition, you'll be taught the science of nutrition, and you'll be able to create a nutrition routine that runs on autopilot. I have learned so much from her and she truly is the best at what she does. For Mindset Mile listeners, she's offering 10% off her four-month nutrition program with the code MILE10. Check her out on Instagram at JennyTheNutritionist and go to JennyTheNutritionist.com backslash create-your-shape to learn more and join the Create Your Shape ladies. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Mile podcast. So I am actually in Aman Jordan right now. My sister is getting married next week. So my whole family is here and we are having the absolute best time. And it's just such a beautiful cultural experience. I wish I could just bottle it all up and bring it home with me. But for now, we're just living our best Jordanian lives. So if you want to follow along, you can see more on my Instagram Anyways, today's Ask Asia question is best sparkling water brand and why? So I didn't actually like sparkling water until about maybe four years ago, five years ago, maybe. But I do love some flavored sparkling water. 
And now that I do love it, I love the Good and Gather brand from Target. And I also love AHA. So I love the flavors and combinations that both these brands use, specifically the peach and ginger flavor from Good and Gather. It's so refreshing and delicious. All right. Today, I want to chat with you about how to help you do things you don't feel like doing. I get this message pretty often, and usually it's around exercise, where people are like, I wish I had your motivation. I just can't get myself to stay consistent or work out. Something about me is I don't like to make excuses for why I don't do things. To me, that makes me feel very disempowered and kind of victim-y. I might have an explanation as to why I didn't do something or why I don't want to do something, but the difference between an excuse and an explanation is that one, I own and have the power to control, and then the other makes me feel mentally weak. And this type of mental toughness or grit, whatever you want to call it, isn't something you either have or know how to do, or don't. Just like anything, it starts with a decision, and then it's a constant work in practice. And it's a practice of becoming aware of your thoughts. It all starts with your thoughts. My first tip is to change the way you talk about the task you don't want to do. When there's a sense of dread around doing something that feels hard, intimidating, or overwhelming, what's the first thing we do? We usually start to talk about it and justify why we don't want to do it, saying things like, it's too hard, or I don't want to fail, or I don't know how to do it. Whether you're taking on a work project, taking steps to grow your business, or wanting to get in shape, the way you speak about whatever it is you're doing is what you're going to believe. I have a friend who's really funny by nature, and she's always kind of talking about her flaws and quirks in a way that's funny, but serious. And it may sound lighter that way if you're someone that likes to be sarcastically putting yourself down or your ability to do something. But that's a great way to self-deprecate. You really do have to become aware of how you talk about something and yourself and make sure that you're speaking positively. It really is going to help clear up some of your mental blocks in getting started and staying going. Okay, my second tip is take a small step. How do you scale a mountain? You scale it one step at a time. How do you eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time. If you're looking at all the things you need to do to get a project done or thinking about all the months you'll have to train for a marathon in order to run the race, it's really going to feel too heavy to pick up. But nobody completes anything all at once, perfectly, and without going through the process. Prevent freezing up before you even get started by breaking down the big task into small pieces and start there. I remember when I decided I wanted to run a marathon, I knew the work might be taxing, but at the end of the day, the only thing you need to do is run the marathon, right? Wrong. Once I registered for the race and then I started to think about all the things I needed to decide on and line up before the race, all of that suddenly started to feel like a lot. 
I mean, I didn't know how to train for a marathon, so I needed to do some research and find a training plan I wanted to follow. Or was I to hire a running coach or join a running group? Which shoes were the best for extra long distance running and for my body in particular? What about race day logistics and lodging? Like these are just a few of the things that flooded my mind upon receiving my registration confirmation. And I quickly had to snap myself out of the I need to have all the answers to everything right now mode and remember that I just needed to get started. Upon a little bit of research, I found the training program I wanted to follow online. I committed to it and then I wrote out my running schedule on a calendar for just two weeks at a time so I knew exactly when I'd be running and I wasn't left with trying to fit it all in. That was it. That was my first step. The rest of it I learned along the way and the rest fell into place along the way. This first step didn't even require getting my running shoes on. All I had to do was prepare for some of the upcoming work by writing out my schedule. Immediately, I felt a sense of organization, preparedness, and like I was on my way. So I want to encourage you, just take one small step and then the next one and then the next one. And eventually you will find yourself at the top of your mountain. You may already know this about me, but I love making my bed every day. It starts my day off with a sense of accomplishment, but I also love slipping into a beautifully made bed every night. And my cozy earth bamboo sheets make all the difference. They are so unbelievably soft and comfortable, and the premium fabric regulates body temperature no matter the season. They're perfect for the hot summer nights coming up. Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer just for my listeners. You could receive up to 40% off site-wide when you use code MINDSETMILE. Go to CozyEarth.com to explore their latest arrivals and to receive up to 40% off when you use code MINDSETMILE at checkout. My third tip, give yourself a deadline. Not setting a deadline for yourself is like walking around an airport with a blindfold on. You may end up at your gate and on the right flight, but the chances are you probably won't. Deadlines make things real. They help us organize our schedule and resources to keep things on track. It doesn't mean that they're always going to get completed on time, but at least there's a level of urgency placed on whatever the task is. Usually... We will take all the time we give ourselves to complete something. If you give yourself one day or one week to write an article, you'll use whatever amount of time you allot to it. The same thing goes for tasks or goals without some sort of specific deadline. They will linger on and usually fizzle out without an expected date of completion. So be sure to set a deadline and give yourself a sense of urgency. My fourth tip, pick an accountability partner. We will let ourselves off the hook a thousand times before we let someone else down, right? There is so much power in pack mentality. Think of how easy it would be to talk yourself out of going to the gym if you got a little sidetracked at home and started working on a project, or if you weren't feeling super energetic right? But if you made it a date and had plans to meet someone there, now you've got some skin in the game to get there because you're not going to leave them hanging. In fact, research shows that 
just publicly committing to your goals gives you at least a 65% chance of completing them just by publicly announcing them. So having a specific accountability partner adds a sense of inspiration, motivation, and strength to whatever it is you're doing. It could even be as simple as texting a photo at the end of the day of the three things you completed for your business that day. Or it could be as involved as hiring a coach. But it is 100% worth having some type of accountability as you work towards your goals. My fifth tip, work in Pomodoros. The Pomodoro technique is where you work in 25-minute increments followed by a five-minute break. So this is known as time boxing, where there's a fixed time for a planned activity. And this technique is super beneficial for many reasons. But for one, our brains work optimally when our attention is undivided for shorter periods of time. And as opposite as that may seem or feel, if you're someone that is used to thinking that cranking out work for two hours straight or for endless hours straight is the way to go. But also, anyone can do anything for just 25 minutes. So especially if the task is one that you're not super excited about, knowing that there's a set timer for 25 minutes with a scheduled break It just makes it so much more palpable. And my sixth tip is set the mood. Just because you're working on something important doesn't mean you need to sit in a white, sterile, silent room. Depending on the task, put your favorite playlist on low in the background. Light a candle or diffuse your favorite essential oil next to you while you're working. Take five minutes to tidy up your workspace before you get started. Reduce the amount of visual and mental clutter so that you can focus entirely on the task at hand. Or if you're able to, go work outside, work from the beach or a park, make it pleasant. You're much more likely to get into a flow state and feel at ease when your environment is pleasant. So to recap, here are my tips. One, change the way you talk about the task. Two, take a small step. Three, give yourself a deadline, four, pick an accountability partner, five, work in Pomodoros, and six, set the mood. I really hope that these tips help you start getting things done that you keep putting off or just don't feel like doing. You can do them, my friend, I promise you. Get a little bit clear, get a little bit organized, and you will be well on your way by staying consistent and taking these six tips and applying them to the things that you don't feel like doing. Tag me on Instagram at Aisha Zaza. Send this episode to someone who also needs help doing things they don't want to do. And I will see you next week. And I cannot wait until then. Make it a great day. Many of you may be looking to launch a podcast of your own or have already launched it, and you know that there are lots of admin details behind the scenes. From preparing the outlines of episodes, scheduling release dates, ads, guests, social media clips, edits, and more, Chase and his team at Upstarter Pods have created the Ultimate Podcast Workbook, a cheap and easy solution to help you manage all these details by yourself from your phone or laptop. 
They're offering my listeners a discount when you order the ultimate podcast workbook to help you manage your show. Through a template they built in the Notion app, you can organize all your podcast episodes and details all in one place. For under $30, this will save you hours on your podcast. Go to upstarterpods.com backslash workbook and receive 20% off your order with code MILE or click the link in the show notes.